0: What do we need to do to thrive? We have full control over our lives and choices that we can make. Hi, I'm Jacqueline Snyder, and this is the Product Boss Podcast. I've helped launch and grow thousands of product-based businesses, even one of my own. And over the last 20 years, I've seen behind the scenes of businesses just like yours. Whether they are makers, manufacturers, artists, or food and beverage businesses, I have spent so many hours studying it all. I've discovered what makes them successful. What are mistakes they could avoid? How did they turn an idea into successful business? And what are strategies they have used to make more sales and be discovered by more customers? This is what this show is all about. Whether you're just starting out or you're looking to become a million dollar product boss, I'm here to give you the permission to chase your dreams, no matter how big or small, all you need is the right mindset, a little courage, strategy, and support, and you too can be the next million dollar product boss. Let's do this. There's a big reason why more than 300 of last year's unicorn startups use HubSpot. And it's because no software keeps you better connected with your teams or your customers so you can crush all your goals. The new HubSpot Sales Hub brings you that power in an easy-to-use platform designed for today's top sales teams. With 360-degree deal management and real-time reporting, you get accurate windows into each and every inch of your business. And with AI powered tools like ChatSpot, you'll have a dedicated assistant that knows your business inside and out. ChatSpot enables your team with one-step access to a ton of time-saving functions like pulling data, tracking calls, managing leads, and scheduling emails. So trade cold calls for warm leads because when it comes to scaling sales, your software should be smart. And the solutions should be simple. Get on track for your best Q1 yet. Check out HubSpot Sales Hub at hubspot.com sales. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you as we are wrapping up this year. Unbelievable. You have done so much this year, and I hope that you take a moment to reflect. Where you were back in January of 2023, or let's say this time of 2022, right? Like a year ago, where were you? What were the hopes and dreams that you had for this new year? And did you get there? Did you get close? Did you start to take the action steps that got you closer to where you wanted to be? Every year, what's beautiful about it is that we can restart. We can get a new. Like there's, we talk about in business that there are three New Years. There is the typical New Year, which is you know this time of year. January 1st. Then we talk about a new year as being the summertime. So the summertime is a transition period. A lot of times if you have children, your kids are off from school, we kind of have to change up our schedules and the way that we're doing things. So that's a new year. And then back to school time is a third new year. So we've got the beginning of the year, we have the beginning of the summer, and then we've got the beginning of the fall. And that's kind of like the three times where we kind of need to reset our schedules shift and change, our goals might be shifting and changing. So I know as we head into a nor- like January 1st new year, we have big plans. We have big plans for the new year. We're so excited about all of the potential the next 12 months can bring. How do we make it our most successful year? How do we make it our best year yet? What do we do? So that's the part that we really love about shifting into the new year the summer, quote unquote, new year might be a time as a small business owner that you're going to potentially slow down in some ways to spend more time with your family. Maybe you're going on vacation. Maybe it's a time that you have more time to work on your business because you have a full-time job and you get like summer hours in the summer. Maybe you're a teacher and you get the whole summer off, like whatever it is. So we just have different times a year. And then we're just coming out of that September time when we go when kids go back to school and we're kind of like a back to work mode. That is a very busy time where as product entrepreneurs, we're, we're gearing up. We're like, okay, the holidays are right around the corner. What do we need to do right now early on? That's why we run challenges in August and September to kind of like start to get you prepared early for the busiest time of year. So lots of time, right? Lots of different things we can do. And always, we can always start over. We can always start anew. We can always like bring things back to the studs as we say, like, as you say, like I'm building, right? Like tear it all down to the studs and rebuild. We can always do that. But what I want to do right now is talking to you as we move into 2024 about how can we thrive, not just survive. I know that there's been a lot of times this year that I feel like I'm just surviving. (laughs) And this time of year, I feel like it's kind of one of those moments. It's the time that mom life kicks in because there's, oh my God, there's so many things, right? There's like holiday shows, holiday parties at school, gifting for teachers, gifting for people who work for you, gifting for all, like there's all of that. So there's the personal stuff. There's, you know, getting your house in order. If it's the holidays and you having guests and people come over, it's a busy time of year for product-based business owners. It's a time for us the product boss to really be digging in and supporting all of you. It's a busy time. So I don't feel like I have had a very good blend and I'm trying to get back on track. And I want to share with you some of the things that I've been doing to help me get on track. So if you've found anything here useful, make sure you're following the show. Just take a pause really fast and follow the show so that you know when we have new episodes. We have two to three a week that are just going to support you. On Thursdays, we're doing our coaching episodes. So that's where you get to hear behind the scenes of me coaching different product-based business owners. And there's so much value that gets pulled from those. I get so many messages from so many of you saying how much you're loving them. So let me know if you're loving them. Send me an, an Instagram DM. Let me know if you're loving them. Or if you could take a moment to leave a review for the podcast, that would also be amazing if you're loving it as well, especially now that I've shifted into a solo host on the show, right? Like just making sure that it is working for all of you as well, because I show up two to three times a week to help support you as you grow your businesses. And I wanna make sure the content we're putting out is exactly what you need. So just give me some feedback. That would be amazing. All right. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into how to navigate this work life blend as an entrepreneur and how we're gonna take this into 2024. So, I wanna let you know that I've created a download for you on this. It's a worksheet, gonna walk you through, I'm gonna teach you how to reflect on what's happened this year so that you can move forward into planning for 2024. So all you have to do is head to theproductboss.com slash reflections, theproductboss.com slash reflections, and you can grab our free worksheet. All right, so let's dive into how we're going to navigate 2024, how we're going to really work on our blend. Now, if you haven't heard us talk about this yet or before, I don't really believe, I call BS on balance and BS on juggling. I'm just going to say it. Juggling feels highly stressful, probably because I can't juggle well. Something's always up in the air, and I'm probably dropping the ball on something. Like, I am not an expert juggler. Most people aren't. So juggling to me just feels like high anxiety. Something's up. Something's down. Something's falling. Something's dropping. Something I'm catching. Too much. Balance also feels like it doesn't align because balance means everything is perfect right? Like if you think about scales, if it's if we're living a balanced life, everything is even. It's weighted equally. But that's not realistic. That's not true. That is never true. Because like I talked about when we go through seasons like this, like right now it's the holiday season, there is a lot of stuff pulling us in different directions. There's no way it can be equally distributed. There's no way it can be balanced. Sometimes we are more in mom mode. Sometimes we may need to be more in spouse or partner mode. Sometimes we may have to be more in product boss mode. Busy times a year might be like at work, you know, I got to go all in on my business right now and you're going to need to resource other people or your spouse or somebody to help you with your kids or at home or, or walking the dog or whatever it is. And sometimes it feels easier and you can get it all done. So blending means I have a smoothie every morning and... I put different ingredients in my smoothie. There's some things that are consistent, right? Some things like the same protein powder, cinnamon, a banana, ice, water. There's that stuff is similar. But some days I might decide I'm going to add a greens powder or I'm going to add extra syrup or I'm going to add blueberries, right? The blend, the recipe looks different based on what I'm feeling or what I need in that day. How am I going to nourish myself? What does my body need? So that's kind of the way I want to start approach life is blend. The recipe looks different every day. Some things are consistent and some things aren't. Some things get added in, they're extra. Sometimes things get taken away, we don't have, right? And sometimes things are just consistent and there's, there's things that you add in or you take away. So it's the blend, it's the recipe. So I think if we approach life like that, that this is a blend and every day it can look different and we have to make it work for us, it's a, it feels a little freeing to move into it. So I'm going to give you some tips on what you can do to really try and create that work-life blend for yourself. So the first thing I think is establishing clear boundaries. Clear boundaries. So what does that look like? Can you create boundaries around hours? Can you create boundaries around what you're available for and what you're not available for? So one way that I've created boundaries in my business right now is that I know that I get up at seven. We live like next door, my kid's school. So we get up at seven. We go through the morning routine. We get the kids off to school at eight. If I'm totally functioning the way I've created for myself, I will walk my dogs to school when we drop off our kids. And then we'll do like a longer walk. The dogs get walked. I get exercise in the morning. It's all done by 8.45, right? Then I can start to transfer into work where like maybe nine o'clock I'm starting to settle into work. And then 10 o'clock is when I start to take meetings. And then the hope and the goal is that I'm done with work. This is a big old lie because most of the time I'm never done with work, but I would like to be done closer to the time that my kids are done with school. I am not, my husband picks up the kids every day, so I am not the one that has to pick them up every day. But it does feel good to end maybe around three or four. I've worked the day. Can I be done? And then can I trans like switch over into whether it's mom mode, at home mode, I don't know, literally anything other than working. (laughs) That's the goal. So when you can create boundaries around your time and, and also another boundary about what you say yes to, right? Like you, like, for example, this year I was so overwhelmed and so stressed. I cannot do anything extra when it comes to school and the things they're asking for. So I'm not allowing myself to feel guilty about the fact that I'm not participating in being one of the moms that brings stuff for the holiday class party. They asked for a wrapped mug. Okay, I got the wrapped mug. (laughs) I volunteered for a field trip with my son as a a chaperone. I did that. But there's only so much I can do. So also having boundaries for myself of like what, what am I able to do and what am I not able to do? All right, so creating clear boundaries and then sharing those and then holding those for yourself. Hey, hey, product boss. Okay, so it is podcast recommendation time. And this month I am so excited to share Latinx in Power, hosted by Teisa Fernandez, and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Latinx in Power. Is a podcast that features interviews with top level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America and the Caribbean. Having the perspective of Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields is so invaluable. And they're aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives. And I don't know about you, but I love to listen to podcasts that interview leaders in different industries because you never know what nugget of advice you can pick up and apply to your own business. So I really love this recent episode titled From Legos to Microsoft with Pablo Veramendi. Pablo is the director of audience evangelism at Microsoft. Yes, the Microsoft. And in this episode, Pablo discusses his Hispanic identity, passion for building communities through technology and insights on the future of technology. And he even teased some upcoming projects at Microsoft. Listen to Latinx Power wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Product Boss, and happy new year. I am so excited to be on this business journey with you. And now, as you may or may not know, I host workshops and challenges multiple times a year to support you as you grow your product-based business. And the best part is that they are totally free. That's why I'm so excited to announce my upcoming free workshop series, The Product Boss's Guide to Your Best Year Yet, where I'm sharing some of my best strategies for you to make 2024 your most successful year yet. Now, we're gonna dive deep into how you can master your time. Trust me, it's a game changer. And oh, the stories I've got for you, like how brands like Stanley and UGG made it big by staying focused. I'll show you that, yes you can scale your small business including your small handmade business and still live your dream life we'll also uncover those sneaky little things that might be holding you back it's all about starting the year with a bang thinking big and joining hands with a community that's all about lifting each other up we're in this together through the highs and the lows if you're ready to build a life and business that surpass your wildest dreams join us to join all you have to do is pop over to theproductboss.com slash best. Or hey, if it's easier, just DM me best on Instagram and I'll make sure you're all set. Let's make this year our best one yet together. The second thing you can do is prioritize with purpose. So there's this matrix called the Eisenhower matrix, and it's like a four-part grid. And on the left side, it says important and not important. And at the top, it says urgent and not urgent. So let's say we're in the grid where it's important and urgent. That has a do. Tasks with deadlines or consequences. That's important. It's important and it's urgent. We got to do those. But now let's say it falls under not important but urgent. That's something you might be able to delegate. So those are tasks that must get done but don't require your specific skill set. So what does that look like? That looks like the bills that roll in that are urgent, that I have to pay the bills, but they're not as important for me to have to do. So it is a discussion that my husband and I had where he will open the mail and do the bills. I've delegated that to my husband. I'm hiring a personal assistant, executive assistant. I used to have one and we're back in the hiring mode of that. And what I will probably do at this point is switch the assistant to, because she's a personal assistant too, so she'll be at my house, she'll be at my office, that she'll be the one who gets the mail, opens it up, and takes action on the things she can take action on. And if she can't, then she tasks it to my husband and I. So that's delegating. It's not something that comes natural to us, but it's something we can learn to do. Okay, now let's shift to the other side. Now let's say it's not urgent but important. Okay, that's the other side of the grid. Not urgent, important, then let's schedule it right? These are tasks with unclear deadlines that contribute to long-term success. So what does that mean? It's not urgent. I don't know when it's due, but it's important. I really want to get it done. So that might be, I want to transfer my website to Shopify, right? We And I'll drop a link for Shopify. It's theproductboss.com slash Shopify, and you could get a free trial using our link. But let's say you're like, you know what? I'm done having, I like the word janky, (laughs) That's like my th- my word these days. I'm done having a janky website that repels customers, right? The right customers are landing, but they are not finding it user-friendly. I'm going to switch to Shopify for 2024. Okay, cool. It may not be as urgent, especially in this season, but it's important to do. So that's something where you will schedule it in. You'll create a project around it. You'll decide, okay, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to get it done by, it'll be up and running by March 1st. I'm going to kick off the project in January. Right. That's something that you could do with scheduling. And then finally, the last part of this grid is not urgent and not important. (laughs) Can anyone guess what you do with the things that are not urgent and not important? You delete them. You don't have, they're done. Distractions and unnecessary tasks are not important. Some of us get so stuck in the stuff that we're like nice to do. You're like, oh, I really want to do that. But like, why? Why do you want to do that, right? So I want you to ask yourself, is this urgent and is this important? If it's not urgent and not important, can you just not do it? Can you just say, all right, I'm done. I'm not doing it. I'm taking it off my list, right? So that's a grid that I love that I think is important. I actually think what I'm going to do is I'm going to add this to the reflections worksheet. I think it'll be in there because right now it might not be in there. So if you've already downloaded it and you haven't seen it, or maybe what I'll do is we'll also post it on the social media that you can all see what this Eisenhower matrix looks like. And you could kind of follow it along as I talk through it. All right. Third thing to help you blend, right? To help you get this work-life blend is time blocking. I love a good time block. They live and die by my time blocks. Now, some people get really specific, like drive time, prep time, breaks, all of that, right? Like you could look and someone has their entire day scheduled, or they've just got like a bigger block. So what I love to do is like right now I'm recording a podcast. I had a block of a couple hours, and I knew I had to get four podcasts recorded in this time. Great. It's podcast recording time. It's time that I need to just dedicate towards that. And I have it scheduled throughout my calendar every so often. I know this might work for a lot of you. Some of you are in making mode all the time. You would rather make than do a lot of other stuff, right? But making does take a lot of time. And we're sitting there, we're making, we're enjoying it. But there's other parts of your business that might need attention. So can you time block into your calendar when you're going to be making, when you're going to potentially be up on social, engaging, on social, right? Interacting, or maybe when you're time blocking, creating the content that you need for social, you might time block. I'm going to, some of you are multi-stream machine. So we talk about that inside the program where it's like, all right, I've decided that I want to sell wholesale. So you might time block that you're going to time block time to go into multi-stream machine and watch the wholesale module. Right. And then time block. Okay. Wholesale is a big project. Then I'm going to time block action items to start to sell wholesale? What do I need to do? Right? If you follow what we teach inside the program, you might think, okay, yeah, I'm going to follow what they say and find stores to sell to, find out the information to contact the stores, contact the stores, and then, you know, try and get a deal done kind of thing. And so that's a whole big project. So that project would need time blocking and maybe that's your wholesale time block. And then once you get that part of your business up and running, then going forward, you might have time blocked where you reach out to your retailers and check in with them, where you might continue to use the same method we teach and then go and find new retailers to work with, right? And you might once a month have this time blocked into your calendar that like wholesale is your focus. That way, it's not this thing that looms over you. They're like, I got to i got to set aside time for time, wholesale. When am I going to do it? This is where the overwhelm comes. So instead, if you have a project or you have a theme, can you block that? Okay. All right. Fourth thing that you can do here is you can leverage tech, smart tech. There are so many tools and automations that are going to save you and save like your time and all the stuff. So what are tools that you might be using? that you can use more of, or can you resource tools that you love? So my team, we use Google, the whole Google suite, but I love Google Calendar, right? That's a tech that I use. And I'm always to my husband, I'm like, is it in the calendar? He's like, nope. I'm like, if it's on the calendar, it doesn't exist, right? So that's one easy thing that I get across all of my devices. What are other things that you all could use? There's tech for, like we use Asana, That might be a little next level unless you have a team, but we use Asana. So that's something where like tasks are assigned and projects are managed. Are you using uh, software for your QuickBooks and like your accounting? So what tools and automations can you use to save you time and to help keep you aligned? All right. Another thing that I want you to think about is mastering the art of saying no. I know. But it's saying no. This is what I said about the the kids' holiday party at school. I'm going to go to the show in the morning on the Thursday. I did, a, I did a field trip. I've done all these things. I had to get the mug, which is a whole other thing, right? Because it's a specific mug and it has to get washed and wrapped and all this stuff. It's about all I can handle this season. So I didn't have to say no, right? I just didn't fill out the form. But I told myself, no, I will not be this year. I will not be able to help with the holiday party. I might try and go to it, but I might not be able to, you know, cut fruit salad, for example. And that's okay. So I want you to be selective with your time and make sure you say yes to the things that are aligned with your goals, not out of guilt, not out of duty. Because what would I rather do? I'd rather sleep well, feel resourced, and spend quality time with my kids at home or playing a game or taking them somewhere or doing something versus running around and shopping for a thing that I have to give to the school. Just might be something I've decided this season is what I want. So I want you to think about that too. What are you actually going to say no to in 2024? What have you said yes to that you're like, I just don't want to do it anymore. We talk about that in a few of the different episodes that you heard recently. Some of the coaching episodes where we talked about all these product entrepreneurs that have said yes to donations and gifting, and it's like eating away at their profit. It's not going to keep them in business. So into 2024, can they say no? Can they be more intentional with the things they say yes to, to hit the goals that you have? Okay, so my last tip for you all, and I've kind of touched on this, is batching. So batching means you're grouping similar tasks together. We all have this sense, I think, as entrepreneurs that we're kind of like on all over the place. Like we get ideas, we get inspired, we get distracted. Someone calls us, we get a text message, there's a ping. Something happens. We are no longer in a world that we can stay like super focused. Our devices don't let us do that. But how can you kind of work against that is the idea of batching. How can you do something, group similar tasks together? I talked about batching when I talked about our podcasts, right? I time-blocked a couple hours, and I batched back-to-back episodes. If I'm going to coach, for example, um, let's say with our masterminds and Next Level when I do the laser coaching for Next Level. Next Level is once you're a multi-stream machine student, you can join us in monthly membership where it's got... Uh, product boss mentors, and I coach in there and so many amazing things, right? So that's just what I'm talking about. But as an example, my Wednesdays or Thursdays are batched to front-facing coaching days. So that means that I know on that day, I've got hours, my work hours are blocked, right? I've got boundaries, I've got blocked work hours, and I'm batching similar tasks. I'm in coaching mode. So my brain is in coaching mode. I am not context switching. I'm not going like from coaching mode to needing to do an Instagram reel to trying to podcast and then trying to create a training, right? Like too many different things to do. So if I'm like, I'm in coaching mode, then I'm in coaching mode and I'm batching that together. It's kind of the same idea for all of you. Like some of us start and stop, like we're making and then we're like, I'm going to pack and I'm going to get all my stuff together and I'm going to like pack and ship right? But if you can batch, pick and pack, and then shipping all in like time block time, then you're doing one, like like tasks together to get something done versus context switching. Okay. So I think batching is another thing. So if this is helpful to you, I hope it is. I'd love for you to go to theproductboss.com slash reflections. This is something where I'm really going to take you through reflecting on 2023 and then shifting into focusing on 2024 and how 2024 is going to be your best year yet. How do we make it successful? How do we keep you focused? How do we think about your timing? How do we scale your handmade businesses? How do we get you known for something? And then how do we reach more customers? How do we get more sales? How do we get more eyes on our business, right? This is the whole process of what I'm going to take you through. But first, we need to think about, one, where have we been? what do we want to change? We talk about that all inside of this freebie. And then like this episode on thinking about the blend as we go into 2024, what do we need to do to thrive? We have full control over our lives and choices that we can make. And so I hope that these tips, this episode and the downloadable freebie for you helps get you on track. All right, my friends, this has been an incredible year with all of you. So many shifts and changes. There's more episodes to come, but I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your comments on Instagram. It just means so much to see your support and to have your support as I am also, you know, working on thriving, right? Thriving into 2024 and taking the, uh, the product boss to where I want it to be, which is just serving all of you in such a big way. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together.